0: Um, Patrick we're back with the podcast Uh, last one we're back uh, last one before the baby uh, and you know I mean tell
1: us about so so what's going on with the baby
0: so finally after all this time right baby is coming on Thursday so we have a scheduled delivery um, and yeah so next week, is this
1: like Amazon what is this (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, they just deliver the box. Like it, yeah. uh, you know, I, I really wish that was how <laughs> it
1: I hope it's not in a box. I hope it's like, you know. A, you know.
0: <laughs> Bubble wrapped like they do. Uh, well, hey, that you would know be what? nice. We,
1: we laugh about 20 years from now. That's what Amazon will be doing. They'll be delivering kids right to your door.
0: You know what? They probably will because aren't they getting into the pharmacy business now where you're going to be yeah, able it'll, to. It'll
1: be like, you know, clones and stuff coming right to your door.
0: Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I would like
1: this baby and deliver it to me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you'll be able to order. And by the way,
1: you know I have Prime, so it'll be free. You'll have it by five o'clock on Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Well, I think a lot of moms would take that option because it sounds like childbirth is a whole other thing. But I'm about to find out. So, So are you excited though? Yes, very excited. I mean, nervous. I think you know more than any. Like, and you haven't
1: announced the name yet, right? We're gonna wait to.
0: Right, right. We're waiting on the name. Um, yep. but yeah, no, I'm. I'm. We're ready. We're ready. I think. I, I ready. Mean, That's great. As ready as we're gonna be. I mean, we we really, like I said, we've never even had a pet together. We've managed to keep two geraniums alive. That's about it. So I don't know. We haven't even tested the bottle warmer. I don't know. I mean, you know, you can kind of wing it, right, Patrick? I mean, you know, I. Don't...
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I> mean, yeah.
1: <sighs> Certainly by the second or third kid, you're just like completely wet. I mean, the first kid, you're like, you know, I mean, listen, my kids are older now, but, you know, you would warm the bo- uh, the nipples from the bottles in, in a pot of water and then let them cool and sterilize them. And, you know, by the second kid, you're just like, you're running under hot water. And, you know, if it fell, you just wash it off and <laughs> give it to
0: Good enough.
1: <laughs> we didn't have a third. I'm sure the third would have just been like fend for yourself.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you, at what age can you just hold up the bottle and feed yourself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you just
1: hold this up? Uh, uh, no, it's exciting though. It's exciting. So April eighth,
0: April eighth is his due date. Yes. So I should have a full update. Um, you know, he's gonna. It's four o'clock. So I, I think I'm gonna miss like it or not. So unfortunately, Jim Lokey, it's it's not gonna be a you know the planned live birth. You know, I think the timing just isn't gonna work out. But
1: or four, what can four do? p.m. I assume
0: four p.m. Yes. Yes. Four p.m. But you know, we gotta obviously be there at like one. You know, all the prep, all yeah, the things all the before
1: prep, yeah. everything.
0: All that stuff. So yes, we're super excited. Happening, happening.
1: That's exciting.
0: Um, we were off last week. You were on. Were you on spring break?
1: Yeah, I was in Florida partying. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, all right. Guess down in Miami.
1: No, no. I had I had a lot of conflicts last week, so I figured we'd just take a week off.
0: Oh, got it, got it. Okay. I was
1: not. I was not on vacation.
0: Um, and you guys are doing well, you know. Obviously, and and you'd put up, um, you know, the year pa- passing of your dad from COVID. Yeah. Um, that was a really sweet tribute you did, and I'm sure a tough day, you know, because it's hard to believe a year's already gone by.
1: I know, I can't believe it. Yeah, you know, we talked about it last week, but yeah, you know, Friday was a little, little, you know, a little surreal, a little, little sad, but it was fine. And My mom was here with with, so I actually went up Thursday to get my mom stayed over there on, so we woke up you know up in her house on Friday morning which was the year anniversary and um you know had breakfast and then we drove down here and spent the weekend here with with everyone so it was nice oh
0: good yeah. good that's good for your yeah, mom so yeah. that's
1: kind of what took, you know that's why I'm a little crazy last week so yeah I, I, you
0: know. well I'm but sure that uh, cheered her up and you know good that you guys could all be together
1: yeah it was good it was it was it was um you know, obviously, it wasn't good. I mean, sure. the, the weekend the weekend was nice. I mean, the weather just got better as the weekend went on. Sunday was fantastic.
0: Oh, I know. So, um,
1: what'd, you, what'd you do? Did you stay local?
0: Yeah, we're laying low. You yeah, because you
1: can't travel right now, right? Can't yeah. travel.
0: And um, I'm finally on a vaccine list, so I'm going to get my first for April 22nd. Yeah,
1: Maryland just went to basically everyone breathing, so we're good.
0: Oh, good. So now, <laughs> okay, really? Is that the update in Maryland? Yep. Yeah. Finally. Um, so anyhow, so yeah, I can't go anywhere really. I'm laying low, but, um, well, where do you want to start? We have tons to talk about cause we were off last week. So and there was a
1: lot, a lot of news in the last week and a half. I mean, let, you know, you want to start in Georgia with the uh, major league baseball, uh, moving the all-star game out of Atlanta, uh, and also the June major league baseball draft, uh, mm-hmm. because of, um the, the outrage and the protests or, um, you know, the, the uproar over the Georgia, Georgia passed very strict uh, voter um, laws. So, uh, you know, based on, you know, restricting mail-in ballots and, and how you apply for a mail-in ballot and, and, and other redistricting things and, and just, just a, just a bunch of laws coming out of the election really based on what turned out to be false information.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Right. You know, no, no, they did multiple audits, I believe of the Georgia election. There was no fraud or improprieties down there. And, you know, this clearly just looks like a move to suppress the vote. Now, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people are making this about voter IDs Because as it turns out, Major League Baseball moved the uh, All-Star game to Colorado. So there was a lot of talk midday yesterday, overnight, about how... So Major League Baseball is a bunch of hypocrites because they moved it from Georgia. And actually, you know, Colorado has... in essence stricter voter id laws. But this really wasn't about voter IDs. Okay. It was more about the mail-in stuff making it more difficult to register and some of those other things that would impact uh poorer, uh communities and disenfranchised voters potentially. So um and, and and the impetus of it was really a false narrative around the election. So Major League Baseball uh from pre- some pressure from Certainly, other organ, uh, other teams, um, and um, and and they moved it to Colorado, which is a big blow to Georgia. Okay, um, you know, obviously the governor of Georgia came out harsh on it, and uh, and has have go ahead.
0: Well, what's your thought? Do you feel like they are hypocrites? Like they just should have? No,
1: no, I don't. You know, I would have liked to see them move it to a state that didn't have voter ID because I do know the Democrats are anti voter ID, which, you know, I'm not completely anti voter ID, because I do think you need an ID for everything right now. I mean, literally everything to get into a building to basically do anything, you need an ID. Uh, Having said that, I do think the law that Georgia passed was a clear, the motivation behind it was to restrict access to voting, which is a very dangerous uh, path.
0: Yeah. Right? Sure.
1: And you know, it's you know at the end of the day, if if more people vote via mail in and it's proven to be uh, fraud free, or or you know, I mean, obviously low there's always a little bit, a sure. very you know, very low amount. I, I don't know how you could stand in the way of that. That's just it's a tough argument to win, just because the people who traditionally would vote mail in aren't necessarily Republican voters. So, well, well, you know, it's interesting. I think the Georgia passing the law hurt the Republicans. But it'll be interesting to see how people react to Major League Baseball exercising their option to move the game. Uh, you know, then a bunch of people came out and said, well, wait a second. Major League Baseball does tons of business with China. Tons of business with China. What are the voting laws in China? They're basically no voting it's rights like the,
0: in China. It's like the NBA, right? I mean they, they right. allow so their I, Yeah. To
1: me, the China argument is is more relevant than moving it to Colorado. You know, I think the NBA the NBA really got crushed when they had that, you know, when they obviously not crushed for protesting in the summer and stuff, but not speaking out against everything going on in China with Hong Kong and other things, right? So I do think that these sports organizations have to be very careful because it really didn't cost major league baseball much probably to move this game to Colorado. It would cost them a lot of money. Like it would the NBA to not do business with China. So, you know, are they hypocrites from, from the China standpoint? Probably, but I'm not, but I don't believe they are by moving the game. So it's like, there's a few arguments here that work for both sides, I guess. Um, but the China thing really, they, they gotta be careful with,
0: um, uh, yeah, the know. NBA too, but yet
1: there's no know. mail in, there's no mail in ballots in China. Last time I checked.
0: Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's always amazing to me. I feel like people will turn a, a blind eye to some degree to the China, to what's happening there and the injustices and how they treat their, it, it's amazing. Maybe cause it's just not in our backyard but you know it seems like these, these you
1: know the tough thing too for me a little bit one more thing on this though, sorry to cut you off but no um, the game was obviously going to be in Atlanta which there's you know uh, you know heavy voting block for for you know uh, for, for certainly for Democrats and you know black voters who uh, so what one thing Major League Baseball did say was that the, the funds or the money raised from the all-star game. Cause you know, apparently when they have the game in a certain city, they raise money and they, you know put that money back into the community. Right. So major league baseball did say they're going to keep the money in Atlanta. However, having the all-star game in Atlanta over, you know, a weekend would have really helped a lot of the local businesses in Atlanta. So sometimes, you know, yes, you're making a massive statement by moving the game to Colorado but maybe you could have made as big of a statement with your voices and doing a campaign in Georgia, in Atlanta, with all the players there, you know, being interviewed about it and give back to the community even more than you had planned. Register voters, you know, maybe register voters during the weekend or I, I don't know, maybe there could have been more of a, rather than just move it, Maybe they could have made a larger statement and, and had a larger presence. Um,
0: yeah, that's now a good point.
1: Get, it's gonna, it's you know, to me now it's gonna like kind of gonna get lost. Now it's gonna kind of die. Where you could have kept the, the the narrative going, how bad of a law this is, all the way through the All Star game and then beyond.
0: Actually, that's a good point. You're right, and now a lot of so, that is gonna die off. And the momentum, did we lose
1: you, Sarah?
0: Oh. Can, I, can you hear me?
1: I think I lost you for a second there. Okay.
0: I, I can hear slight, you fine. I think it was slight just- slight technical <laughs> difficulties
1: there. <laughs> you technical
0: difficulties. Either that
1: or I thought you were going into labor.
0: <laughs> that would be something. Uh, no, I, I heard all your points. I mean, I think that's a great point is like, they are going to lose momentum as far as, um, you know, it, having interest in it. I
1: just thought maybe there, there could have been even a bigger statement about- Voter suppression and the law Maybe if they kept it there and gave back to the Community even more than they had planned and Did a whole big voting thing And you know made it a real big deal
0: Gotcha um, Okay what, where else do you want to go um, You know Rob DeSantos Getting um, a little bit DeSantis, of DeSantis thank you um, Yeah
1: that's to me that Was you know Listen I was very critical of him early In the pandemic less critical as things Moved on you know, he had a clear philosophy on how he was going to handle pandemic 60 minutes does, you know, a segment story on how a uh, public's major supermarket chain in the South, um, massive, uh, supermarket chain, uh, donated a hundred thousand dollars to his campaign. And they believe that somehow there was a quid pro quo on them being the exclusive distributor for a period of time of the vaccine. Uh, To me, you know, I read a, you know, I watched the segment. I read a lot on this, and and not just from like right or left, you know, you know, pundits or journalists, whatever you you want to call them, but even you know more mainstream, down the middle journalists, local papers in Florida, and as it to me, it's turning out that this sixty minute piece seems kind of a.
0: Shady uh yeah, yeah. like,
1: like dud, dud Dud story uh I you know a hundred number one Publix is given to a lot of politicians in some cases heavily to DeSantis' opponent in 2018 Publix is the I believe the largest pharmacy has the most pharmacies in Florida they're massive. Okay, the elderly community knows where they are. They can get to them easy. They could handle crowds. They're big supermarkets. The fact that Publix. Was the main distributor of vaccines in Florida, that's not that's smart. Yeah, right. That's smart. Like to to imply that it had something to do with some. And by the way, one hundred thousand dollars. Is that you know, is that enough money to to get you exclusive access to the vaccines? No. I would think people donated paid.
0: a lot more, you know, right. various donors. So, uh
1: you know, and by the way, where is the 60-minute piece on Cuomo? <laughs> right? Great point. I mean, seriously. I mean, really. I mean, I I think sixty minutes needs to be better. I think uh, you know, listen, there's enough to be critical of DeSantis and some other governors that opened up. I mean, Texas. Had forty thousand people at the Texas Rangers game, opening baseball game. Ridiculous. Okay, I'm all for opening up more than than we have, and I I do think some of the lockdowns were were overbearing and arbitrary. And you've heard me say this over and over again throughout the last year. But forty thousand people in a stadium at this point, stop. It's crazy. It's just that's just th- there's no there's no reason for it. You want to have twenty thousand? Fine. Every other seat, maybe. Probably too many still, but a full stadium.
0: I, but what is your take now? You know, here we go. Right, um, we. we um, I believe that President Biden has hit his hundred million people um, vaccinated in America, right? Or very close. If he hasn't, I,
1: I think. I think at least one dose. Yes.
0: Yes, at least the first dose, right? But yet now we're talking even a fourth wave. What? What is your take no, uh, on? No,
1: I. I I'm going to sound this. I'm going to get. I'm going to get criticized for this, but. I think the doom and gloom is now, I I think a lot of the doom and gloom over the last few months has just been, it's just been very, um, I don't believe it's been based in real facts of who's getting sick, who's dying. You know, like the kids, you know, now they're saying children can't really get it. You know, or I should say, the more the more that children are around vaccinated adults, the kids aren't getting it. So do they even need to be vaccinated? CDC comes out and says three feet for kids in school. Then they come out with you could basically travel as long as you've been vaccinated. But then the, the head of the CDC comes out and says impending doom. Right. Like, stop. Right. Just stop. Like, you know, who? Who's really getting, you know, I mean, I don't know the number, but if 50 to 60% of our 65 plus population vaccinated, like, OK, who's, so these are really going to get sick and die. C- very, 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 very few people.
0: OK, so CDC is basically saying we are seeing a rise again in cases in the Midwest, in places like Maine. Then it's going to you know, then it kind of migrates down to the south again. So what's your take? You think people are getting covid, but many have been vaccinated. So it's not the, as serious. I think a lot
1: are getting covid. I think they're getting maybe sick and 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 then feel better you know, all of a sudden now we're focused on cases, you know, then it was hospitalizations, then it was cases, then it was, you know, it's just been a moving thing. Again, I think right now you should be opening up in increments. I think that, um, so, so, you know, a big topic last week was, was vaccine passports.
0: Yes. Okay. Right. Right. What do
1: you think of vaccine passports? So I'm probably going to contradict myself here I am against vaccine passports.
0: Okay, and tell me and this: the, the passport is basically you. You have to prove. So that you would
1: you, have to. prove... So to go into, a, say, a concert or a venue,
0: flying or, all that.
1: Well, I don't know if flying would do it because people are flying now without it. So I don't know why they would do that. That would make no sense to me. If you know everything you've heard about flying is it's pretty safe, right? The air quality and and the, the how, how they filter the air on the planes has been pretty safe. People have been flying pretty much From, yeah. throughout the pandemic, and there's really no direct attribution to cases when people fly. Now, maybe when they get to their destination and through the airport, possibly, but certainly not on the plane, right? So, but maybe cruise lines or uh, certain retail businesses, I'm against it, but not for the reasons you think. People are like, oh, it's against my rights and this and that. Well, you know what? People had to prove they didn't have smallpox or they had the smallpox vaccination. Kids have to go to... to to go to public schools in most states have to be vaccinated. You got to prove it. Yeah. Right. You know, to me, that's not a a huge rights issue. What to me it is, it's anti-science. You know, all we've heard is follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. So if eight people are vaccinated and two people want to come into that concert venue or that restaurant that are not vaccinated, Okay. Assuming all the workers, I mean, I'm talking about everyone's had a chance now to be vaccinated. Some have chosen to get, some have chosen not to get. Why do I care if the two people are in there that are not vaccinated? That's that's their choice. And by the way, they're the ones who are going to get sick. Right. You can't protect everyone from everyone or from everything. Like, stop trying to do that. If that's where we're going to continue to go, this thing will never, ever get to where it needs to be. We'll never get back to normal or whatever the new normal is. So I don't really care if those two people get sick. I know that sounds harsh, but that was their choice. I have the vaccination. You have it. We're in a concert hall. If 20% of the population is not vaccinated, why do you let them in? Who cares? So I, I don't understand what the passport. Now, if you're telling me the passports are only only going to be in use to everyone has a chance to get vaccinated. So let's say through the end of October, I'm just making that up. I could live with that because some people haven't had a chance to get vaccinated. Some have. So now you're co-mingling people who've been vaccinated, not vaccinated. So maybe if you want to have an all vaccinated cruise or something to that effect, fine. But once we get past where everyone who's wanted a vaccination had our chance to get it, I don't get passports at all. I don't know why you would do them.
0: Okay, but and
1: hopefully not, because then I do think it becomes this class. You're creating classes, and and I I think it's. And then what other health issues are we going to require? And and I'm not a conspiracy theorist on this. I just think. I don't care if two or 20% or 10% of the people I'm around, again, assuming everyone's had a chance to choose to get vaccinated and they've made that choice. Don't
0: you care a little though? Because I mean, even. No, I don't. I don't. (laughs) Okay, but even when you're fully vaccinated, you still can get the virus. It's just that you're not going to be as sick. Okay. Yeah, but if you're letting 20% of people in there, and we know some people are asymptomatic then everyone's going to get, you know, I mean, yes, you and anyone around you that's been vaccinated, you'll be listen, fine. People
1: get, people get sick all the time. Okay. People get sick all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, know I, I'm sure, level. listen, I've got, I've gotten, I've gotten severe cases of the flu. I've gotten severe, you know, um, you know, you know f- food poisoning, like stop. So, okay. If I'm vaccinated and assuming vaccines work. Right. Then I don't care. Now, if you tell me, okay, when we get, you know, the booster shot. See, the problem now is, okay, yeah, we how don't long know, does it right? last? Six right. months? Then you got to get a booster. So then you bring passports back until everybody gets the booster. I, I don't know. I, I just think that.
0: Okay, well, it seems like last week the, the passport was really hot. But what is the, it does seem like then it kind of died down, right? Does, doesn't it? Or is it?
1: I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I Norwegian Cruise Lines, to get up and running, want to do, vaccinated people only cruises. And again, this is where I may sound hypocritical. I am okay with that in the short term because they need to get back to business or they're going to be out of business. And it's shocking that they're not out of business yet, right? I know. So if you want to have a cruise, you know, with everyone who's 60 plus, you know, with, you know, you know, right. coming out got of proof Florida, yeah. that, you know, yeah. that that's right now to me, that's fine.
0: Gotcha, yeah.
1: I I, I honestly, cruises may need to be treated differently because you are on the ship together. You're quarantined together. In essence, cruises have known to where you know uh, people get sick. Everyone gets sick. So. You know, again... No, and you're right. Not, I think for those not in a that doctor, case- I play one on TV or on this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does make sense. That makes sense in this case because you're right. We know that there are, cruises are can be super spreaders for. I mean, not doesn't necessarily mean COVID, yeah, Neuroviruses
1: yeah. and all kinds of stuff, right? Um, but by the but way, we, have we, you, yeah, we can't get. I don't believe that we can. That we should try to get to a point. Know, I'm not saying that, right? I don't believe the end goal should be no one ever gets sick again. No one ever gets COVID again. Cause if that, then honestly, then we'll never really open up. Most States will just be paralyzed and not open up. There'll be a 50% forever. No, that's not, and that's not sustainable. So you either got to believe the vaccines work or you don't. So if you believe in science and the vaccines work, I'm not going to get really sick. Maybe I get COVID. Maybe I don't. Now they're saying, actually, and I think the Pfizer, um, it's proven where it's almost 81% where you're not even going to get sick, the virus, never mind sick. So like enough with the trying to protect every, the, there's going to be 20 to 25%, maybe more of this population that will not get the virus. I mean, uh,
0: the vaccine. W- oh, okay. Right, right, right. That right. will
1: not get the vaccine. So, um,
0: well, and it is, I mean, look, we know COVID obviously much more serious than the flu, but it is like every single year, you know, people do get the flu.
1: And again, I'm not comparing the results of COVID to the flu. What I'm saying is if you're vaccinated and the vaccine works, the worst it's going to be is a flu for you and probably less. Right. So at that point, let's go, let's go, baby.
0: Yeah, we got to. Well, I think you're right. I think people want to reopen. They want to reopen. Um, I want to get there's a lot of topics I want to get to. How uh, um, in DC, a couple of things popped up this past week. How do you feel about Mayor Bowser? You know, this story has made national headlines about the Uber Eats delivery man from Springfield, yes. Virginia. You know, a 13 year old and 15 year old, which is just like hard for me to comprehend because I have a 15 year old niece, carjacked him, causing his death. Um, and in a really tone-deaf way, Mayor Bowser the next day puts out essentially a, your guide to not getting carjacked. Yeah. Um, and now we found out yesterday those two girls have cut plea deals. They're not going to be charged as adults. What are your, what are your thoughts on this story? It's, you know, it's I believe
1: it's alleged that they this is not their first carjack.
0: It's a very infuriating, you know, you want to have some empathy. It, w-
1: <sighs> it, w- it was tone-deaf on the mayor's part. It, it sounded like she was victim-blaming. Number one, like don't get raped. You know, here, don't don't wear short dresses and and prevent yourself from getting raped. Yeah. I mean, it's in the same, and and again, there's no way she would have said that about rape. So there's no way you should say it about carjacking. Now, listen, everyone has tips to be safe. I think that's what she meant right it didn't come across like that i think it should have been okay you know see something say something when you're walking alone at night you know have a whistle stay under lit streets but so so to me i don't think she meant it the way it came out so so i'll give her a pass on that um i am a firm believer that those two those two, the 13 and the 50 year old, should have been charged as adults. They should go away for a long time. They knew what they were doing. They're not kids. They're not acting like kids. I, I don't. I, the DC law that you, you anybody under 15, I believe, has to be charged as a minor, is ludicrous. I know. And they're going to do a plea deal. They're going to be out in a few years. They have already and, ale-
0: apparently, yeah, you know, according right. to
1: and. Certainly, the fifteen-year-old should have been charged as adult.
0: One hundred percent, yeah,
1: hundred percent. And it's utterly, it's it's frankly disgusting that that fifteen-year-old is not charged as an adult. I um, agree. Let me tell you and, something. Yeah, I, I have, at fifteen years old was my son's or daughter's thought process fully developed? No. But if they shot somebody, or I mean. They're adults, 15 years old. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, those two, you know, you think 13 is like such a, young, like a baby, you know, for them to. It
1: wasn't uh, like a mistake. This was malicious. I right? agree. This was,
0: Watching those videos. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. They sh- clearly, they should have been charged as adults. Um, it's, uh, you know, I think it's a law that needs to be relooked at in the district but uh,
0: yeah and that story has just been like you said i think you really nailed it like infuriating to read and listen to they cut deals very quickly um you know the 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 man the uber eats driver's family i mean it, it's like they didn't even really have a say you know it's just it's, it's, it's terrible. Just
1: terrible it's terrible yeah I, i'll tell you another it's interesting we were talking the other night um and i'm going to shift gears a little bit here but another infuriating story is so you remember uh, the day before the super bowl two days before the super bowl andy reed's son um drunk driving um hit a parked car on the side of the road yep and critically injured a five-year-old girl who's still she's getting better but has a long way to go there were some updates the other day two days ago he stole. Not has been charged. They say they're still investigating. How long does it take to investigate a drunk driving? And it's been three months. Like seriously, this clearly smells of getting special treatment. Okay. Um, I just wanted to bring back to light that guy should be in jail. He, I don't care if he's Andy Reid's son, whatever. Um, and and just sh- shame that it's taken this long.
0: Yeah. So you think anyway, they are-
1: maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe it does take long. But I I find it hard to believe that I think they're just dragging this thing out. So it goes away. And I hope reporters and I hope advocates for, for that little girl uh, stay on the story and give updates and really put pressure to, to make sure that, a, you know, if he truly was intoxicated, which all indications are he was um, he pays the price, a severe price.
0: Yeah, I I think it's great that yeah you brought that story up because you're right. We haven't heard a word about that since Super Bowl week, um, really leading up to it. And
1: no, we we just move on. Let's move on.
0: Yeah, it's true, and I, I agree. And you know, the part I think too that was infuri- infuriating about the um, carjacking here in DC is I just don't think Mayor Bowser's office, anybody, they haven't even really, I don't think, really even come out very strongly. Like I mean, that's so alarming that two young women would do that. I mean, but they yeah. don't even seem especially, to address especially it. Especially like, when,
1: especially when we have Fox Five has done stories and has other news organizations, uh, newspapers. Carjacking has been a growing problem in the district. She, so, what has she done about it? And you know what? What have what have the police done about it? And, you know,
0: nothing. They don't seem to. It's that's what I think so shocking about this story. And Muhammad Anwar was the driver's uh, name. And thankfully, they've raised a lot of money for his family. I mean, but
1: you think people are going to come back to the district with all that? Like, I don't think these cities understand. Uh, you know, I well, really that'll wake don't. them up. You know, if uh, we'll, we'll see, well, the but, other um,
0: thing I was going to ask you quickly about is I mean, I, you know, this is happening in major cities all across the country, but you saw probably DC, I think, was the six or in the top 10 for hardest hit cities as far as commercial real estate, that people are not okay. coming back and renting offices. So, you know, you bring up a good point. Maybe when they see all these vacancies, maybe things will change. But the yeah, district has yeah.
1: discussed in the past, I think it was last week or the week before. Real estate, commercial real estate vacancies in major cities is, is devastating, not just for the building, uh, and, and the companies that own that building, but it's a, it's a, it's a trickle down negative impact to the the bodegas, to the, um, you know, to the cleaners, to the gyms, to, you know, all, all the, the stores that, that. You know the the bagel places, <laughs>
0: it, yeah, Breakfast see-
1: places, m- you know restaurants who relied on business uh, customers, uh, all suffer. It's a, it's you know it, it, you know the food trucks. The, I mean, serve you know doormen and it, just all kinds of different things. Um, security individuals. So uh, it yeah it's it's. You know I read it. I read an article yesterday. It was in the New York Times about how people are saying they don't want to go back to normal. That they actually need to embrace the new norm in a in a in a positive way, like you know, you know, uh, you know, life work balances, surrounding yourself with people who really. Uh, are a positive influence who help you get through difficult things. I mean, you know, and, you know, I sound like, you know, you, Sarah, right now. Like, you know, <laughs> you're
0: like a self-help like, guru. I like this. I, okay. I,
1: I sound touchy-feely right now. Uh, <laughs> no, but, and I think part of that is true. And I think that, you know, one thing that we've talked about within Fox and our station and, and others is rethink everything. And yeah. I, and, you really need to, and I'm not just talking about work. I'm talking about life and 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 who you surround yourself with, and friends, and you know, keeping your 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 pack or whatever it is close, you know, yeah. So and and you know and and how to deal with like, you know, um, you know, I mean, listen, people have had to deal with a lot of things over the last year. So uh, and also really reaching out to those who need the most help. Mm-hmm. from a mental standpoint or emotional standpoint have lost a job. So anyway, I, I just think um, I do want to do real quick. Yeah. One of the hardest hit industries during COVID has been fundraising. So, you know, anything we can do to continue to talk. So, you know, as you know, I've done a ton of stuff, leukemia L- lymphoma society, they've been hit hard. Although they've done a fantastic job, as have others, organizations, pivoting to online, virtual, um, you know, they have something called a a Students of the Year campaign. And, you know, a Virtual Students of the Year campaign, they raised almost $3 million a few weeks ago, which is just amazing. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: So, you know, listen, as we had, you know, everyone's getting tired of this and fatigued, and, but, you know if you have the means continue to give to charities and because a lot of charities have had a difficult time fundraising during this
0: look i mean as we know you know cancer doesn't stop because of you know covid and and the saddest thing i think too about this past year is how many people you know, couldn't get a doctor's appointment or delayed doctor's appointment and then got a cancer diagnosis. And that's, you know, so difficult. So the work that you do with LLS is, am- I mean, Oh my God, the research. Yeah, I, mean, and stuff.
1: Ent- I mean, I'm talking about the heart association. Sure. You know, everybody. I mean, even local, local food banks and, uh, you know, just local charities, you know, just kind of whatever that cause is, just reach out and, and, and continue to try to do more. Yeah. Um, As things go on, so. Um,
0: Before we wrap up, are you watching anything interesting? There's some really great documentaries out. Are you watching anything interesting? Are you, any other sports topics you want to cover?
1: So, uh, sports, Uh, no, the NCAA championship game was last night. Uh, I tweeted, you know you're getting old when 9.20 seems like way too late. I watched the first half and then the first five minutes of the second half. It was a blowout. Baylor kicked the crap out of Gonzaga, won the national championship. The masters is this weekend, which should be exciting. Okay. Um, No. So so I did watch Kong. I mean, Godzilla versus Kong.
0: Oh my God. Was it good? Dan keeps trying to get me to, to watch this. And I'm like, it
1: it was, it was terrific.
0: Oh, get out. You're lying.
1: No, I'm not lying. It's got like a 94 on rotten tomatoes. It's well done. Very good. Um, Exciting hour 41 minutes, so it's not real long. Uh, very entertaining, definitely worth a watch. I mean, I and you know, I grew up on you know, Saturday afternoons watching all that stuff, right? right. All the, the you know, uh, it, it was very well done, it got very good reviews and and uh, new
0: box office for COVID, anyway. You know, um, yeah,
1: yeah, I so think- so that was good. Um, the building, Fox 5 new building coming together, we're getting there, Sarah. I, you know,
0: I can't getting- believe it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really coming together. I pretty bet it looks
0: we'll, amazing.
1: Yeah, pretty soon. We're excited about that. Pretty soon we'll be up there. Um, and that's it. So uh, that that's where we're at right now. Listen, uh, I want to wish you the best on Thursday.
0: Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm sweating already. It'll be great. Yes. I can't wait to debut him uh, to the Fox 5 fam. So thank you. I know. Yeah. I would.
1: I would check out the bottles. Maybe do a test run before you feed the kid. <laughs>
0: Yes, we desperately need to.
1: Yeah, Are you going to breastfeed? Is that inappropriate for me to ask?
0: (laughs) No, I don't. I mean, well, you know me. I don't care. I'm always trying to be appropriate on this show. Uh, Well, that's what I'm going to try to do. But everybody says it's like way more difficult than you think. You know, all these things I think you think just come natural. But I guess apparently it's like. A lot of work, so we'll see how things yeah, you'll, go
1: you'll, you'll, you'll be great, you'll be great
0: Uh, I guess, I mean, it, it is kind of crazy I really, yeah, I feel like we waited way too long in life to have kids Like, I don't know, <laughs> we're too late now, so we just. Yeah,
1: no, I think it's going to be great It's going to be exciting It's, it's definitely going to be, be exciting right?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to use him for all of my podcast material Like, absolutely. he has no choice
1: R- Monetize that kid to the end Degree.
0: Right? Don't don't if you had it to do over again when you have your kids have YouTube shows where they just unwrap kids' toys, I'm going um, to
1: So yes, just have him do things from day one. Like I know, agree.
0: Just, That's what I tell you to Dan. Dan's like, Oh, you know, child actors are always messed up. You know, are they who cares? They've paid their way. I mean we're all messed up, you know? So it's yeah.
1: like <laughs> Yeah, we're all we're all as long as that you know, it's good to be rich and messed up.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? Great therapist. So, uh okay, perfect. Well, I will keep you fully posted. Uh where can people yes. find you?
1: Patrick GM Fox 5 DC.
0: All right, Patrick, we'll see you soon.
1: All right. Thanks.